0: and Welcome to the short stuff. I'm Josh and there's Chuck and Chuck is out of his mind on endorphins right now And this is short stuff like I said
1: Oh man, I've been running for hours and I just like can't even feel my feet. I'm like I'm floating man Man. It's amazing. I'm not even breaking a sweat and
0: I'm like I'm having such a runner's high bro (laughs) You sound like the average marathoner like so much (laughs) I got on my uh, barefoot running shoes. Oh man, I don't ever want to talk about that again (laughs) We talked about this runner's high in some episode to, to such a degree. I was like, have we done it as a short stuff? Oh, really? I think so. I, we must have talked about it in marathons or something like that. Mm,
1: yeah, I bet that was it.
0: I, I believe a standalone short stuff is a great way to go with it.
1: Yeah, but you know what I was describing is what runners will tell you they feel oftentimes when they are on what's known as a runner's high, which is you're light as a feather, you're floating, your pace is... Strong, and sometimes they might even burst out into uncontrollable tears of joy that they can't even explain.
0: Yes. So, I have you ever had a runner's high?
1: Uh, (laughs) no, because I think you got to run like a long way (laughs) to even if it even exists, it occurs, you know, not at mile
0: one. (laughs) So, I have never had a runner's high. Um, but this, these emotional sobs that they mention, I can identify with because, like, I hit the treadmill. You do that every morning. <laughs> I, when I I hit the treadmill when I run, I, I very rarely run outside, and I usually run about eleven a.m. So I end up watching The Price is Right while I run a lot. <laughs> That's amazing. And by. The end of the show when like people are winning or losing or whatever. Are you crying? I, I, I <laughs> crying is not the right word, but like my chest is tight and like I'm oh, overcome boy. with emotion. There's like a hitch, <laughs> you know? Amazing. And I, I'm i like, well, this is clearly this has to do with running or exercising or something, but it's pretty funny. But, yeah, I, I get it gets to me by the end of the price is right.
1: All right, let me see if I can trigger you. Ready? Okay. Dun 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 na. Dun oh my God.
0: Stop.
1: It's too early for a break. You got to press on, brother.
0: Okay, let's just, you, you take it from here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, so by the
0: way, is one of the greatest theme songs of all time. Oh, yeah.
1: Iconic. Mm-hmm. I haven't so. seen it in. I mean, I haven't really seen much of any of the Drew Carey stuff, and I can still just rattle
0: that thing off. It's fine. He's he's good. He's finally settled in. He, I mean, he's not Bob Barker, but he knows he's not Bob Barker, and he's not trying to be Bob Barker. He's Drew Carey, and he's doing his own thing, and it's good.
1: All right, so let's talk about flow state. This is um, a concept that Hungarian-American uh, psychologist. I looked insert, this one up, too. Insert name. Go, please. There's yeah, 16 letters. I, no, I think you should letters. go first. <laughs> No man, there are 16 letters in this person's last name and all consonants. 5 of them are
0: vowels. So his name, his name is Mihai Mihai. Ah, oh, look at you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure that I my dialect is like nowhere near Russia, um but uh that's pretty close from what I can tell.
1: Yeah, just picture in your mind something spelled like this everyone. C S I K S Z E N T M I H A L Y I.
0: That was his last name.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the last name. So, I want to
0: say it again. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it again.
0: Mihai Chiksent Mihai. That sounds like. It sounds
1: like a sentence. It sounds like you're saying something in a different <laughs> language.
0: I am. I'm saying this guy's name.
1: Like I appreciate the advice. Can you point me in the direction of the nearest uh, car rental?
0: Mihai me Mihai. Okay, it's right over there then.
1: Um, I'm glad we're padding this out with comedy because there's not a lot to the runner's high as we will learn. But flow state is what, uh, say it Mihai, chick sent high. came up with after interviewing athletes and musicians and artists basically about what brings them joy and basically kind of came to the conclusion that when these people are performing at peak levels, whether they're songwriting, or poetry slamming or running marathons that they all say that they fall into or I guess a majority of people say they fall into this really focused mental state that they call uh, the flow state where it's just like i've channel I'm channeling something I'm
0: not even working to do what i'm doing It's just coming out of me. Have you ever been in that state? i I know you haven't had a runners high, and neither have I, but I've been in a flow state before have you?
1: I feel like I've been in a flow state with writing uh mm. before
0: nice i don't remember what i was doing while i was doing it but i remember being like oh wow this is this is something special and it was probably something mundane like um digging a hole or something like that which you know i'm known to do but i, I it is a pretty neat thing like there's it's just effortless there's a certain amount of joy and pleasure to it you feel a little bit high and it's because it's my i my theory is that um your body has stopped your body and your mind have stopped trying to find the most efficient um least wasteful energy energy wise way of doing what you're doing and now it's just doing it so there's no there's no effort there's no trying to figure something out there's no wasted energy and it's just it can be pleasurable in that sense
1: right so flow state they think might have a link to being uh to encountering a runner's high but here 's the thing is most Athletes haven't experienced a runner's high. It's not like all you gotta do is is run eight or more miles and you're gonna get one. Mm-hmm. And then there's and I guess this would be a good time to break, there's a lot of debate about if a runner's high is even real to begin with, scientifically speaking.
0: Is it real? We'll find out right after these messages from our sponsor. Chuck, is it real?
1: <laughs> well, first we should just say that the whole idea of this came around in the 70s when the big running boom really kicked off. Kicked off and, by Forrest Gump? Yeah, exactly. And doctors started looking into it a little bit, and researchers are like, is this even a thing? Can we explain this physiologically? And they they kind of landed on initially endorphins, mm-hmm. which are neurotransmitters that are sending chemical messages activating opiate receptors, and basically they can create a uh, sort of an analgesic effect that could numb the body to pain and trigger a kind of morphine-like euphoria, let's say. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, if you're running enough, maybe you're just the surge of endorphins is what's explaining this.
0: I mean, and that's what it stayed for decades basically like when i first started getting into running 10 years ago i used getting into running and making air quotes Mm -hmm. um i remember hearing like oh it's endorphins Uh, and endorphins do like keep your muscles from making they do um have like the analgesic effects like you were talking about but the big problem is is they apparently don't cross the blood brain barrier yeah so uh, so I guess somehow they do release opioids or they activate your opioid receptors, but I'm not sure how they do that if they can't get to your brain. Or maybe there's some that get to your brain, but it's not the ones that get released by your muscles. Whatever the case, these early um, researchers, physiologists who said it's endorphins, just they were just making it up. No one went back and checked their work, and when they finally did, they saw that this was just bunk, basically. It's bunk as speed reading.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, that's a good T-shirt. In 2015, (laughs) there was a study out of Germany that basically said that running can stimulate your endocannabinoid system, which is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Your body produces endocannabinoids; it's like your sort of built-in cannabis (laughs) cannabis system. It's your it's body pot. Yeah, it's it's yeah, good band name.
0: Oh, man, it's a great band name. And I don't even like my band name stuff usually, but Body Pot sounds great.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty good one. What kind of music is it, though? You're always... Body
0: Pot is... It's classical, but done on mandolins. (laughs) All right, very interesting. That's
1: not a thing. You just created a genre.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I might have, actually. Not a good Uh, one, but I did. Sure.
1: So, um, have you ever seen that... that, uh, bluegrass band do acdc's thunderstruck
0: no I'll bet it's pretty good
1: it's pretty awesome
0: i i'm not a big acdc guy but i i can Ooh. imagine hearing somebody do that on anything is pretty stirring like watching yeah. the end of prices right after you've been running a few miles
1: yeah that uh, that uh guitar like sounds pretty cool in the banjo yeah so the uh yeah endocannabinoids cannabinoids mm-hmm. um they can you know it's it's like what pot does for you basically it improves your anxiety and improves your mood uh this is why some people turn to marijuana to reduce their anxiety and this does actually pass the blood brain barrier
0: I don't understand that about how marijuana reduces anxiety I know for a fact that it does but I feel like it's a certain kind of person that marijuana has that effect on and that does not have that effect on everybody.
1: Sure. I mean, I think there are are plenty of people where marijuana very much increases their anxiety.
0: Yes, and that is the saddest thing of all.
1: Yeah, It's just sad.
0: It's it's called getting robbed by God himself or herself or their self.
1: Yeah, because if it only did the one thing and reduced anxiety, it would be the wonder drug of the world.
0: Yes, it's true. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't uh, have this conversation in the Girl Scouts episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be bad. Uh, But like I said, um, unlike the endorphins, these endocannabinoids can move through that blood-brain barrier and uh, give you that feeling of calm. So they think that might have something to do with the runner's eye.
0: Yes, which makes a lot more sense. I mean, endocannabinoids seem like it's probably the case, that that is what gives you some sort of euphoric feeling while you're in that flow state. But again, it's possible that the runner's high doesn't even exist and that it's one of those things where it's like a self, um, self-fulfilling self prophecy or right. uh, I guess a, a bit of um, – uh placebo effect where you think it exists and you're running some time and you think, oh, I feel kind of good. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm in a flow state. Check me out. I'm so high. Could be like that. It also could exist and we just haven't really identified it fully yet.
1: Yeah, but what I'm pretty sure is going to happen is we're going to get a gazillion emails from runners that are like, don't mock this. It is totally real. I've experienced it firsthand.
0: Hey, I, I I don't care if it is the greatest placebo effect of all time. It's still real if it's a placebo. Your body is still experiencing the effects of whatever it is, from a fake drug to running high. Um, you're still experiencing it, so it doesn't matter if it's externally objectively real or not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, true. Uh, well, if you want to know more about solopsism or anything like that, join us next time on Short Stuff. We don't have anything else about Runner's High, right, Chuck? No, we don't. Well, then that means, to everybody, that Short Stuff is giddy up.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
0: or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.